The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV. You can watch LSU play Louisville and the Heisman Trophy winner, Lamar Jackson, uh, New Year's Eve at 10 a.m. right before all the college football playoff games start. You can stay there all day, get drunk, and then go out to your family party. Or yeah, unfortunately, you probably, you probably need about 250 draft beers. To survive for what the Saints, after, yeah, what, the Saints, after the Saints weekend, the, the Saints laid two back-to-back stinking piles. But that's nothing the Pelican House can do. They're awesome anyway. They have an awesome late-night menu. Uh, they have everything awesome. The Pelican House, twenty-five seventy-two City Place Court. You should support them because they support us. All right, um, I'm gonna say I think I can make an argument that the last two weeks, Andrew, was the rock bottom of the Sean Payton era, in their Two games that their season hung in the balance. Sean Payton called the plays, and they had 24 points and six turnovers and no touchdown passes, and they didn't score yesterday. And, I mean, it's about as bad as it can get. I mean, it's one thing to be bad, but they're, like, borderline unwatchable now. Like, I can't I – can't, I can't stomach this no touchdown 16-11 to defensive slugfest bullshit. I, I really can't. Yeah, it's amazing that, like, I guess the wheels have finally come off offensively. We, we've seldom seen this. I mean, it's rare. I mean, you can probably count on ten, 10 fingers, two hands, the number of times in the last 11 years that this offense has sputtered like this, and we've seen back-to-back weeks of it now. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's the ultimate irony, and... Uh, the ultimate kick in the balls for us as fans that the Saints defense finally gets it. And finally, you know, the, the, unbelievably, the two lowest point totals they've given up this year are 16 twice. They're 0-2 in those games. Yeah, and they didn't because have... Of, because of course. They didn't have Vaccaro, and they didn't have Bro for much of the game, and they were still phenomenal. Um, Don't forget Robertson. He was yeah, out. He was out too. Uh, Dave, <laughs> if you look at this offense, what do you see that you're like that, that, that sticks out as the most obvious issue? 
Um, you know, you you were kind of ragging on Peyton a little bit there to, to start the show, and I don't I don't really know if I blame his play calling too much. Really and truly, I mean, you have these two games, and what do they have in common? They've got what three interceptions uh, each game by Breeze. Um, I, I think if anybody is, is to shoulder uh, the bulk of the blame here, I, I would say it's got to be Breeze. I mean, that's uh, all of those inter- interceptions, especially last week, um, are are drive killers. I mean, there were a couple of times last week where the, the Saints were driving and they could have, you know, a, a, a touchdown would have changed m- momentum, would have um, obviously changed the score. Um, but... Uh, you know they're they're just not they're not closing the deal like they used to and and, and I know that uh, I know that the announcers uh, at least at one point had mentioned that Breeze wasn't really looking off his receivers and and looking off the defenders. He was. Um, no, he was. He ahead. was. Yeah, he was terrible yesterday. And Andrew, who was? What was worse? I counted. Let's see. He missed Cooks on the touchdown. Mm-hmm. He. Missed. The one that Cooks dropped? No, the one that he, he Breeze just missed. Okay. Um, he missed Willie Sneed on a like a crossing route where Tampa Bay like totally like busted a coverage. I'm not saying Willie Sneed would have scored, but he'd have been inside the ten. Like they totally <laughs> busted that coverage, and he and he just missed Sneed. And at the end of the game, he on, missed he missed Fleener in the end zone, didn't yeah. he? Wide open Fleener. And on the third down, the la- the Saints last third down. Sneed ran like a 10-yard uh, pattern, and he was wide open, and Breeze just ignored him or just like, I'm not throwing to him and to get the first down. So, I mean, who was worse yesterday, Andrew, Breeze or his receivers not helping him? Yeah, there were a lot of drops. Sneed had one right in his hands. I think Coleman had a couple, you know, balls that were poorly located that he couldn't come up with. And, I mean – it's definitely on Breeze. I mean, I think these last two weeks uh, have been frustrating, and I think this game specifically, when you lose 16 to 11, uh, a five-point game like that, and it comes down to you know, the offense having three turnovers. I mean, really, all it would have taken was one of those turnovers to not happen, and that's probably enough for the Saints to win the game. Um, you know, all that being said, uh, he's not getting help. And the drops by Traverse Cadet and Brandon Cooks, um, both of those are probably enough to win the game. Just one of them, you know, is enough to make the difference between a win and a loss. Um, You know, I said it, you know, when when Cooks dropped that ball um, in the end zone, which was, I mean, that's his routine. That's as a routine of a catch as you're ever going to get. You know, I said, that's it, that we're going to look back at that moment. And that's going to be the difference between the Saints having won or lost this game. And the funny thing with not the Cooks drop, but the funny thing was for the first time all year, the Saints were in a game and it wasn't their special teams that imploded. Tampa Bay's special teams imploded at the end of the half. I mean, they went screwed up kickoff safety they went they went full on saints they went full on saints and this it was like a gift wrap to like please be tied at half and the saints are like eh. and worse than that andrew <laughs> the clock management at the end of the first half i mean it was like less miles and andy reed had a had a love child and that love child was running the saints <laughs> clock management at the end of the gate at the end of the first half i mean that that was a Abominable. They basically, yeah. Were, it was so bad. Instead of having 
three plays to score a touchdown. They had two. I mean, like it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Like the the only way. I mean, when you're making that kind of money and you're playing the sport every Sunday and you're in the trenches and there's just no way that you can make a mistake like that. It's yeah, unforgivable. Somebody was like, it blows my mind at, at the end. And it's not, I mean, it's not just the saints. I mean, it blows my mind how much this happens in college and pros guys are paid millions of dollars. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. They can't get it right. Here's the thing that, that was funny. Somebody said on Twitter, they're like, that's a weird decision to let that clock run. I'm like... That's a decision like me throwing up on my clothes is a wardrobe choice. That's not a decision. That's a fuck up. You know, I mean Well, and, well and no, the thing I, is they I used to they be were, so No, I, I think I think yeah. they were they they had it in their mind that they were going to run the clock out and that you know, there wasn't going to be any time left when Tampa got the ball back. So in other words, they were they wanted to end the half scoring so that Tampa didn't get a chance to go down and score. And I understand that. Like, I understand the thinking behind it. But you've got to leave yourself at least enough time to play four downs. Like, that's the thing. Like, you can't get in a situation where you're kicking on third down. The Saints cost themselves taking one more shot at the end zone by having the time go all the way down to 13 seconds. And at the time, I was watching the game with my family, and I said, 13 seconds. Like, they're going to get two plays here, two shots at the end zone, and then they're going to have to kick a field goal if they don't, if they don't score. And that's exactly what happened. And so, um, you know, it's mistakes like that, especially in a five-point game. I mean, you look over the course of the season, how many games have come down to the final possession um, inside of two minutes? And, and this was the case again in this game. And you just can't, you can't make mistakes like that. You can't do it. Yeah. Dave, uh, Jeff Fisher got fired, so Sean Payton is officially – the coach that everybody will make fun of for going seven and nine repeatedly and not get fired. So, how many seven and nine seasons does a Super Bowl trophy buy you? Uh, if this was any other organization, like let's say this was the Cowboys, I'd say that talk about being on the hot seat would be would be reasonable and justified. But this is. Um, 
this is a team being run by the wife of a billionaire and uh, and and the CFO. Um, actually, it's really being run by I would say Mickey Loomis and Peyton. Um, I, I just I I think that the the two of them, Loomis and Peyton, uh, have job security like nobody's business. Andrew, so yeah. I, we we can we can talk about it all we want. We can talk about that they should be on the hot seat. Uh, but I, I just don't think they are. No, they're not until at least till the end of next year. But Andrew, what what Benson sports team is in more of a disaster? The Pelicans or the Saints? Uh, I would definitely say the Pelicans because I still think the Saints are, are in a good position next year. Defense looks a little bit better. You know, finally we're starting to see the defense look good. Um, there's going to be a lot of work this offseason for the Saints, but the good news is they have cap room. Um, so uh, I think there's a chance for this team to give it one more shot to improve special teams. Uh, you know, the defense is pointing upwards, so those are positives. Um, you know, Michael Thomas has obviously uh, reignited this offense, um, and they, man, did they miss him this weekend. The Pelicans, like, I, I don't really see a, a path here. They were I mean, a hopeless they, abyss of sadness. They're saddled with these contracts with Tyreek Evans, who isn't even playing. They're saddled with this Ashik contract, the, the Agensa contract. They just signed two guys, Solomon Hill and Etwan Moore, who kind of suck. And they signed them to huge deals. And, and they've got this lame duck coach and this lame duck GM that are I mean, maybe days job. away. May, they may be days away from being fired. Um, so... And and it's not going to be long here before they're Anthony get, Davis wants to be traded. Fu- they're going to get fired the day after the Saints' final game. Yeah, that's I mean, when you're Mickey starting to will have the time to do it. Anthony Davis has been a good sport for a long time. We've talked about this, but like you can see the frustration start to settle in, and it's not. I mean, we saw the same thing happen with, with Chris Paul. It's not going to be long now where he's just going to be like, "Fuck this, yeah. I want to go somewhere else." All right, back to the Saints. Um... Do the, Dave, do the Saints have a running you, back? Do, do you know? Do you know? Do you know why we should really be worried? We, we we should really be worried about the offense. We should really be worried about the offense and where the offense is going and how it's going to be in the next few years because the defense is finally getting their shit together. <laughs> and you can't have two at once. Uh, you cannot. They have you only, absolutely the, cannot. Look, the offense has only scored twenty. I'm telling you right now, this is it. We we are <coughs> we we are in the midst of the. Of, of the changing, you know, yeah. uh, of, of well, the, the, the flow. Well, here's the thing, you know, the, the, the Saints got awful special teams. You know, they were the main reasons when they dropped to Denver. and they Well, that'll always Carolina. be bad. Well, no, that'll always be bad. But the point is, <laughs> the Saints have, you know, we say their offense is great this year. It's great. It's, it's, it's potentially the best ever. But since the San Francisco game, they've scored over 23 points one time. And that's just, I mean, even with the defense is, is – much as it's improved, like the Saints, if they'd have just scored like twenty-seven points, they'd have won a bunch more games. You know, it's just. It, well, it's- I'm, I'm gonna. I'm certainly. I don't think I was as angry and upset about the Saints losing last week uh, or yesterday on Sunday as everybody else seemed to be. But disappointing, of course. But um, I. I certainly think you have to give them the rest of the season and see what happens. It, it's very possible 
um, it's very possible that they could that everything could switch back to the way it was, and the offense is going to be awesome, and the defense is going to be terrible. Um, and that's that's been the MO of this team. They are a very inconsistent team, and, and you do not know what you're going to get on any well, Sunday. You I don't know what like... you're going to get from the offense, and you don't know what you're going to get I... from the defense. It's only We're only talking about a two-game stretch here. Well, In the I grand felt scheme like of things, pretty... that's I... not a lot. I felt like they were they Andrew I felt like until these last 2 weeks yeah they were struggling and they weren't they they hadn't won games and, and the special teams had sort of sunk them but I felt like they were playing pretty good football I mean they lost to no, Denver, I, yes. I I think the the clear difference for me is all these injuries on the offensive line are, are finally it. starting to to take the, their toll the duct tape and and, and I, I, I I I I I combine I combine that with Drew Brees' play um, because you look at Detroit and Tampa both, they were able to rush with four, drop a bunch of guys in coverage. Uh, they were getting to Drew Brees. I mean, his first seven passes, uh, he was hit four times. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Brady. Um, that's going to rattle a quarterback, yeah. you know, when he's getting hit. And Brees is not a big guy. And if Gerald McCoy gets a free shot at him and he's drilling him, uh, that that's going to make him feel antsy and feel like he's got to get the ball out quicker. And, you know, the, the Saints have had musical chairs on the offensive line all year. Give them a lot of credit for coming up with protections um, and, and doing a good job of piecemealing it together. But now you've got Josh Hill and Hooman, Hooman both out for the year. So, so you know, and, and that's an extension of pass protection. Is, I mean, is it a, you better is, believe that impacts it. Is, it. is it a case, Andrew, of the – Fun, feel-good story of Zach Streif and Jari Evans holding it together. And they really were a huge part of holding it together in the first half. Is it a case of the clock has kind of struck midnight on their 34-year-old bodies? No, I, and- I, 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 think it, I, don't, I think it's less about them and more just about the musical chairs of Teron Armstead constantly shuffled in and out. Andres Pete going from left guard to left tackle to left guard to left tackle. In this game, they didn't even have Max Unger, who, who's arguably the best one and most consistent. Yeah. Um, so you don't even have him. Um, now, I will say this is probably Streif's worst game of the year, and he's had the elbow issue, uh, and he missed some practice. Yeah, and, and the thing week, is, so. and I, I forgot about it, Ayers for Tampa, that's like his kryptonite. It, he's like the kryptonite for Zach Streif of the speed rusher, even if they're good, mediocre, whatever. The speed rushers always, always give him trouble, and that's Ayers to a T. I don't think there's yeah. any argument Although, that Max I mean, Unger Streif, is the Streif best offensive one. Yeah, I think Streif has been good against speed rushers this year. and I, I mean, I'll give you that this was probably his worst game, but I, I just think it's you look at the offensive line play these last two weeks um, and combine that with just the play calling. You know where they completely abandon the run, and, here, and here. you know it's it. I mean, it, it it boils down to being down multiple scores early in the game, and then Sean Payton just feeling like we can't yeah. run the football, and so they they just start throwing. Yeah, it and time. I felt like yesterday they really should have stuck with it because it was. I mean, the Detroit game you kind of had to abandon it at some point, but I felt like yesterday they should have. I felt like the defense was playing good, and I feel like they should have. I should have. I know they missed on Kuhn on the third down and short. But I, like, I just felt like a couple of those times in the, in the second half, Andrew, where they had the third and one, that's the time where I hate to use the cliche, but that's the time where you're just like, line up 
and run the ball two goddamn times and be like, look, if we can't run Tim Hightower or Ingram off tackle and get a yard or Coon and get it, we don't deserve to win. And I just felt like with, with, with running the empty sets, they were kind of just like, well, we can't do it. There's nothing we can do, and I just—it was very, yeah, it was yeah. very, it was very, it was just very I like annoying. That voice. And, and here's the thing. Well, I—I I mean, you know, another factor here is Ingram's toe. I mean, there, there's no question that his injury has yeah. made the Saints more reluctant to run the football. Well, and I mean, that's another thing. Like, if if you're not gonna have faith in Hightower and roll with him, then you need to get new running backs. Well, here's – nope, Andrew, that's a perfect segue into the next question on my podcast rundown. And I'll ask you, Dave, do the Saints need to revamp their running backs for 2017? Uh, you know, I, I, I've always liked Mark Ingram. 5 and 11, Leonard Fournette, baby. And when he <laughs> – Tank for Leonard. And – and when Ingram's healthy, he he does a good job, you know. But behind he's him, he's never healthy. He's he's going to miss like four, five, three, four games a year, every year. That's true. That's true. And the, but that's hey, that's the nature of the position. I feel like uh, I think it, it's right. So you have to you have to go into a season you, assuming that. Of course, and you've got to have depth. And so let's look at the depth. They've got Tim Hightower, who has shown flashes of brilliance, but at the same time, the guy is what thirty. Is he in his thirties? He's yeah. He's he's thirty. I feel like Hightower's like I feel like Hightower's your fourth back though. He's like, a, I just exactly. I don't feel like he's your exactly. number two. He's a warm yeah. and fuzzy. Exactly. He's a warm and fuzzy the, story. But yeah, you're talking about a you don't guy want who him is out of number, the game for you don't want him as your number two. For two by, years. by the way, Tim Hightower he tweeted that he doesn't play for money, and people that were saying that he was only running for his bonuses. That's not how he plays. But Tim, it's cool, man. You 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 got to hit them bonuses, man. That's a lot of change for a guy that was out of football for three years. Nobody nobody's begrudging you if you're running hard and you're working for them bonuses, man. No no one's hating on you. You get you get paid. Um, but I mean, uh, Andrew. Andrew, fun scenario. Wang is probably listening to this, and he knows what I'm going to say. Saints go six and ten, or five and eleven, or whatever. Leonard Fournette falls to him, and they're picking ninth. Do you take him? I know we have all off season to talk about it, but right now, I mean, right now, would you take him? This is such a tough question to ask me because, like, I mean, of course, it depends LSU on what fan, Sean Payton's son the says. LSU, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the LSU fan in me would be drooling at you know the opportunity to root for Leonard Fournette on Sundays in black and gold. I mean, it's, it would be amazing. But can he um, return at the kicks? Same time, too? it's just like why why draft a guy? that you're not going to use like Saints <laughs> don't run the ball you know they, i feel like he would be wasted in new orleans uh, six carries and he'll return kickoffs i mean that would be the worst that would be the worst case scenario it, for fournette he'd be like it'd be like drafting spiller yeah um uh so as we you know i mean it's it's i think the saints are they mathematically eliminated now Yes, they are. They are mathematically eliminated. So, Andrew, you and me are kind of in agreement on this. Is is like, as long as there is a mathematical possibility of, vic- of getting in the playoffs, you got to root for the Saints to win. But now it's done. So I say it's time to root for tanking with style. And tanking with style means it's a very competitive, very fun game, but the Saints choke it away at the end. 
the 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 exhibit of choke of of tanking with style is 2005 when the Saints lost to Detroit on Christmas Eve, when Detroit completed like a 50-yard pass, and got the field goal unit on the field and kicked the last second field goal, and the Saints lost and finished three and 13 and picked second instead of finishing four, finishing four and 12 and picking sixth. So that's what I'm for. I'm for a fun. Enjoyable three hours the next three Sundays. Well, Saturday, one of them. Uh, but I want the Saints to be 5-11. and 11. It, are, are, are we in agreement or no? They're not, uh, not going to make the playoffs. What's the point? You might, as well, you might as well position yourself as best as possible in the draft. I mean, you guys do realize that that's like they're not going to lose on purpose, right? Like no, no, we're, no, no, we're, yes. we're rooting for this, but like you, no, no, they're you not gonna, expect, No, I don't expect. The like Saints. you can't get mad at them. You can't get mad at them and be like, no, no. "What in your tank?" No, yeah, no, I mean they're I professionals. Don't. I don't. I don't. The, 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 the tanking, the rooting for the tanking, and the actual tanking are two different things. I don't expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect the Saints to tank, but I can be perfectly fine. If they happen to gag up a ten-point lead in Arizona, Arizona on Sunday, like it won't bother me in the slightest. Like I, I can. Yeah, separate. I feel. I feel like <laughs> I. I feel like I'm at that place where I'm like, if they lose, the draft picks better, and if they win, I got an enjoyable Sunday out of it. So I'm kind of cool either way at this point. Um, I mean, any win, any any like terrific performance from them at this point. Um, would definitely feel a little bittersweet. I mean, it would feel like one of those like great thing. <laughs> too little, too late. But um, you know, the only reason I, the only... I, I, I've always said, Ralph, I've always said, and, and I still feel the same about this. I, I don't really care where they draft. Like to me, like yeah, it's, it's over. If it's, it's if, if they pick if they pick fourth or eighth or ninth, like I, I just like I believe that with every slot. In every dry, in every round, there's the ability. If you do your research and you get the right guys and you get the right fit and you do your homework, that you can draft good players. And I, I just I don't think drafting one guy. And because you know when people are rooting for draft picks, they're not really rooting for where you're slotted in the second, third, fourth round. It's really all about where you're slotted in the first round. That that's what people yeah. are rooting for. They're rooting to lose to get as high as possible in the first round. And I just feel like. That promises you nothing, and it's a game where eleven guys are on the field at a time, and you know one superstar. I mean, what has one superstar done for the Pelicans or LSU or LSU basketball? Like, think about the superstar power those three those three teams have had, and what that's done for those teams. So, I, I would rather just a really sound top to bottom draft, and I really don't care if it's fourth or ninth overall. Kevin, have you joined us? I've been sitting here for the last 20-some-odd minutes. Just jump in, asshole. I mean, you're the one that wasn't. I mean, that's that's idiot. Just jump in and be like, dude, I'm here. You know? Sorry. I, I, I don't want to be rude. Gonna, I thought he was I, just – I thought we were just going to hear his voice and realize he'd put himself on mute for 20 minutes. <laughs> no. So, 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 Kevin. All right, Kevin, go back to being quiet. <laughs> okay. So, Kevin – uh, Jeff Fisher got fired, of course. Yeah, it was tremendous. Um, I, I, everybody had a big laugh about it uh, up here. Uh, and, of course, you know, some of the dipshit sports uh, guys on sports radio are saying, oh, well, well, you know, well, L.A., 
L.A., they're impatient. They they can be mean. In St. Louis, we're in St. Louis, we're patient and we're nice. It's like get over yourselves, you shithead. You're just like quit being quit being all about St. Louis is this this great place. Just fucking laugh at how terrible and shitty the Rams are, like everybody else here's, is. It, but here's here's the question, Kevin. Jeff Fisher was the, the, the Teflon coach. He was never going to get fired, ever. And Atlanta skull-dragged the Rams and got him fired. Is Atlanta getting Jeff Fisher fired? I think it's on par an accomplishment as their Super Bowl loss to Denver. I think they should probably have a banner that we got Jeff Fisher fired. Like, it's got to be like uh, right I, I think that would be nice. I think maybe, maybe at the least get some uh, special crystal stemware that they hand out to the players. At but the he, end of the year. But here's my here's my question about when we were talking about tanking. And I'll start with you, Kevin, then we'll go around the horn. If the Saints-Atlanta game means Atlanta wins the South if they win, or if they lose, Tampa wins the South, then the Saints have got to win that game, right? we got to root for the Saints. Tanking is off the table then, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 would, I would be in favor of that. If it – okay, for starters – if it would keep, if for somehow it would keep them from the playoffs, and I don't know if that's possible. Maybe if the Giants keep winning, I don't know. Um, but if the loss would somehow keep Atlanta out of the playoffs altogether, then absolutely you root for the Saints. If the loss would keep the Falcons from getting a two seed, then I say you go for it. Uh, otherwise, I think I. Nah, nah, screw it. Uh, win, win. I, I can't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I can't root against the Saints or root to see them lose that game. These other two games, yes. The game against Atlanta, no. Yeah, Man, I agree. There's, there is no scenario where I would be okay with the Saints losing that last game to the Falcons. It would be. None. It would be really. It, I, don't, you, I don't care if. I don't care if they've benched every single player and it's not even a real game because Matt Ryan's not playing or whatever. It, there is no scenario where I'm okay with the Saints losing you that know, game. You know, Atlanta could still make the playoffs and and not win the division. So even if the game even if the Dave, even if the the Saints beating Atlanta wouldn't knock them out the playoffs, if the Saints winning the game would be the last time Atlanta would play in the Georgia Dome. Like, let's say if they win, they're the four seed. If they lose, they're the six seed. How sweet a win would that be if the Saints would win the last game in the Georgia Dome, but Atlanta would still make the playoffs? I Well, I mean, obviously it'd be better if it knocks Atlanta completely out of the playoffs, but regardless, still beating them in the last game in the Georgia Dome, I mean, that's really the only thing. Uh, that's the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, there's there's really there's nothing left about this season that that's going to get you as excited <laughs> as that. Um, and I mean, remember last year. Remember how, how they beat Atlanta um, last year with the field goal. Marcus Sanford, um, baby, critical. Yeah, oh yeah, critical, that's right. In the interception. Critical interception. Um, I mean, that was awesome. And really and truly, it looks like uh, it looks like we're heading down that same exact path. <laughs> so. Hopefully, uh, we, hopefully. I mean, we, we have a ton of Twitter questions. I also asked people to, to describe the Saints season in five words. 
Um, I like some of those responses. They yeah, were good. They were, I'm going to read them. That, so, but remember to people, uh, donate if you can. We still need to pay a little bit of bills for 2017. Uh, any donation is, is warranted. Jim, uh, Carla, and uh, I can't pronounce his name. Something Give it a shot. Z- 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 oh, boy. It starts with a Z. Z- it starts with a Z. Uh, oh, they man. all donated this week. Thanks, Already, this guys. isn't going to go. It's well. going to go. It's Wait, not. you didn't even try. You didn't even Z- try. It's like Zamora. Z- how do you spell it? Like, what, how, spell it. Spell it. Zamunda. That's close enough. Coming how how do you Mac. spell it? I I don't spell have it. my I don't have that email account up pulled up. Ugh. Um. So here's the the the. Uh, I thought of, I wanted to remind the donation because Carl, not Carl, he's a big fan. He donated a couple weeks ago. Uh, he his saints in five words was swirling around the toilet bowl. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> can hypnosis convince Peyton he's always playing Greg Williams? Uh, I would be I would be interested in trying that just to be uh, sure. I am perfectly yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm kind of uh, disappointed Greg Williams didn't get the interim head coaching job for the Rams. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, they play on Thursday, man, and they, they, they shit can Jeff Fisher today. Uh, this is from JP. Uh, Dave, first round pick on a kicker or a safety? Uh, <laughs> uh, safety. Uh, this is five words from Darth Saint. Cook's open mouth sinks ship. <laughs> Reichert says mm-hmm. offense must improve. I like its, that one. Offense must improve its tackling. Different phase sucks each week. Uh, Andrew, this is from uh, this, <laughs> I like is from, that one. this is from Don Tanaka. Ho ho ho. <laughs> Uh, with Drew Brees beginning to decline, should the Saints take a look at Tony Romo in free agency? Don, are you are you doing coke? Like seriously, we're gonna, they're gonna go for. They're I mean, gonna... I mean that, that's that's a troll question, right? It is. It's gotta be. But I mean, clown question, bro. But I mean, you know what though? Tony Romo next week when Dak Prescott is stink, if he stinks again, Tony Romo needs to just warm up just to, tr- I, I, I to troll to all this. of America. There, there, there is. Some guy on Twitter that came at me today and was and said, you know, I've been saying this about Drew Brees even when they were winning and definitely when, when they're losing. The dude's just limited and he sucks. <laughs> and, and I just wrote the guy back and I said, look, man, if you're not happy with Brees' play when he was at his best, like you, you should never watch sports again. Yeah, that's like the LSU people. That- seriously. It's like the LSU people that come out. They're like, you know what? Ten after Les Miles gets fired, ten years later, like I always knew that Les Miles was gonna be a failure. I always knew it. I'm like, dude, he won a national title. He played for another one. He won three SEC West. Yeah, you okay? All right, you win. Then. Yeah. Um, like if if you're so hell bent on harping on the negative, I mean, and, and yes, Breeze does have some shortcomings in his game, but if you know Pro Bowls and yardage records and accuracy records and a Super Bowl title and a Super Bowl MVP like if if that's not good enough to make you happy you should stop watching sports <laughs> just get it over with that was from Flowers Wallace uh the Todd Newberg surprise our defense doesn't suck uh <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this one. Peyton, well, it still kind of sucks, though, right? Yeah. Peyton, now I mean, you're still like twenty. It's still like twenty fourth. I, I think like we're we're a little fooled here by 
you know, the Saints being like whatever they are, 25th in the league. 24th. They still kind of suck. They're just they're, not the worst ever. They're 24th in yards. That's what we they're, wanted, though, at the beginning of the yeah. season. That's what we said. They're 12th. Yeah. They're 12th in rushing yards allowed. And that's what yeah, I that's think. that's damn good. I think that's it, Andrew. I think that's what gives them a chance every week. Because at least if you can stop the run, they can get into third. They can force teams into third and medium. Yeah, their secondary sucks. And yeah, their pass rush, it comes and goes. But at least it gives them a shot. Um, I like paid, Col- paid Kobe Fleener to suck. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Kobe Kev- Fleener, man. He sucks. <laughs> Those hands, man. Kevin, what wrestler best describes 2016? That's from Joe. Oh, Kevin God. muted himself here. Yeah. What wrestler best describes like the 20, uh, I, if 2016? If we're talking the entire, if we're in tar, if we're talking like the 2016 year, its entirety. Yeah, I would assume uh, that's what he means. Like not just football. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess what I'm looking he... for here, Kevin, is a wrestler that has like one amazing skill that like you think he should be way better than he is because he has like this flamboyant, exciting skill, but he just finds a way to lose all the time because he's really not that good. Huh. Shoot. <laughs> Who is that guy? Disco, whatever. Disco, Disco Inferno. Yeah. He was like intercon- yeah, I, he was like intercontinental champion, wasn't he? No, he what was, about he was one, never. What about no. one, two, three, kid? Disco Inferno was never intercontinental champion because I don't think he was ever in uh, in the WWF. He was in WCW. I think he won the. I know he won the, the televi- television title. Yeah, that's he what won I was the television of. title. Yeah, the television title. That's what. Maybe I was you thinking. should just go with Sean Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hashtag that, bud. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm starting a revolution here, folks. You are. Uh, So (laughs) that ends the questions. Thanks for everybody, and thanks for playing along with uh, Saint Season in Five Words. Um, uh, All right, the Saints play Arizona. I think Arizona's, like, still alive because they have the tie. They're, like, five, seven, and one. They're, like, the worst. Barry Horowitz. (laughs) Barry Horowitz. Um, So I'll start with you, Andrew. Arizona is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, who you got? What you got? Do you even give a shit? No. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, 24-17 cards. Oh, Breeze is going to throw a couple more picks. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oof. It's just because – why? Because the offensive Brutal. line's just not fixable at this yep. point? Yep. Yep. Unger's going to miss another game, and Tim is going to snap one over his head. That's a, the Arizona defense is pretty good. Their offensive line is awful. Arizona, so the Saints could maybe do some business. So Drew, I kind of feel bad for Cam Jordan, man. Like He's had such an amazing season, and I, I feel like he's not going to get double-digit sacks, and people are going to be like, oh, yeah, he sucks. We're paying him all this money. and you know, I, I hate that, though. Like, fans equate a guy's worth to just purely how many sacks does he have, especially when he's a defensive end. And that's kind of unfair to do. And he's got a spring. He's been knee so good. And he's killing it. Yeah. Dave, yeah. who you got? Uh, well, 
I'm, I'm certain that, that uh, the Saints are going to uh, win this game handily. <laughs> um, just because that's just that's not what you you expect, and uh, and uh, that's also going to um, that's the opposite of of tanking. That's so I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to say the offense is good again, and it looks like it always does. And the defense though Except is going to also for the last two weeks. Yeah, and the and the defense is going to also start sucking again. <laughs> so I'm gonna so I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Saints 38, Cardinals 35. Oh, that's fun though. I like that. Carson, oh, yeah, don't yeah. forget oh, last year we, when we played in Arizona, um, we by we I mean the Saints. Um, Carson Palmer lit them up. Yeah. But well, not- that was a Cardinals team that went all the way to. And they were thirteen yeah. and three, and they are nowhere yeah. near that good. So, uh, um, and uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> the the player of the game is gonna be Drew Brees. He's gonna have like one of his ridiculous stat lines. He's gonna have like uh, <laughs> he three, it, man. Four, I hope so. Four touchdowns. You know, seventy three percent completion. <laughs> no interceptions. Four hundred and twenty yards. <laughs> Kevin, who you got? Uh, let's see. Hang on. All right. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to say 27-23. Again, that could be entertaining. I like this. Eh. Yeah. Um, 27-23, I think, I think Breeze will... I think there'll be a tipped interception for Breeze, and then there'll be an interception like late in the fourth quarter that kind of just mostly ices the game. Um, Let's see. Are you asking for a goat or what? A goat if you if you pick the Saints to lose, obviously. Yeah. uh, We only do this every week, Kevin. Let's see. Uh, I I want to say Sean Payton's play calling. <laughs> That's a hey man. It's your so world. I'll, man. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. <laughs> Sean Payton's play call. You know, Arizona's special teams are kind of atrocious. Um, they had a kick returned yesterday for a two point conversion. And, uh, hold my beer, says the Saints special teams. That's right, hold my beer. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say thirty. I'm going in. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say thirty-five, thirty-four, Arizona. The Saints are gonna that's start. That's kind of on par with my. Yeah, the Saints are gonna start out like a house of fire and be up twenty to nothing, but they're gonna get an extra point blocked, and you're just gonna be like, whatever, it's twenty to nothing. But in the second half, Arizona's gonna figure out how to stop the Saints pass rush and they're going to be like, oh yeah, if we can block the Saints, they don't have any corners and Kenny Vaccaro is suspended and they're just going to start coming back like a house of fire and the Saints are going to end up losing 35-34 and we're going to be like, fucking Lutz, you got a extra point blocked. But we won't, but, but they'll be 5-9 and nine, so we won't really care. We'll care for like 5 seconds and then we'll be over it. Um, so I'm going to go 35-34 Arizona. Your go to the game is Will Lutz. So there. 
So we're all in unanimous agreement. The Saints. Well, no, Dave said they're going to win. So no, we're win. not. So we're not in unanimous unanimous agreement. Um, so Dave, I think. Um, by the way, how do you feel? I don't. Dave, by the way, how do you feel about? Dave, how do you feel about the Saints? Uh, game getting flexed oh yeah against the Bucks. Ooh, we almost forgot about we almost talking forgot. about my this. mom was in a, my mom was in a rage i was also in debt detonated her <laughs> christmas plans i was also enraged i got the alert on my phone and um uh, oh shit i think my daughter's throwing up in bed so i'm gonna make this quick and then i'm gonna have to go all right uh <laughs> I was enraged when I got the alert on my phone. Twelve o'clock was okay. I mean, I'm not crazy about a game on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but it it, it is what it's got to be. And twelve o'clock was okay. I was going to take my dad to the game, maybe leave a little bit early to be to go to four o'clock mass with the family and then have dinner. But when you make the game fucking three thirty, and I'm mad at the NFL, not the Saints. When you make the fucking game three thirty, that then that just makes it unattendable. You know, I, I can't miss mass with the family. And I, even if I could miss mass, I can't get home at 730 after dinner and your entire family and your parents and your in-laws and everybody has, has eaten. Um, <laughs> so it's just frustrating. Obviously, they flex, flex that the game sounds because of amazing for me. <laughs> I, I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, it would be, I mean, it's perfect. I gotta yeah. go to the game, baby. Yeah. I gotta go. We can't let these tickets go to waste. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta. Go. I mean, obviously, you? obviously, they did this because of the Buccaneers. This had nothing to do with the Saints. Like, there's, it only had to do with the Saints because they play in the same yeah. division. They, um, but uh, they're not flexing gonna, this because people want to watch the Saints. So, so gonna, I may have to miss for the, the first, first time, time in the 12 years in like 12 13 years a Saints um, a Saints home game and that includes that includes London when they were technically the home team that includes the games in Baton Rouge that in- includes uh, the Wait, you went to game London in Giant yes that includes the game oh. in Giant Stadium after Katrina the only thing it doesn't include are the San Antonio games but uh, so thanks count. to they them never, fucking 2005 never goddamn even, 2005 never schedule. happened my streak may come to an end. All right, I gotta go. My All daughter's right. throwing um, up. Bye. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. My son my was daughter. puking this morning. This is this is a party. Andrew, in regards to that Christmas Eve game at three thirty-five, what are the odds that you could fire a cannon in the terrace and not hit anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking it's pretty high. I mean, because they're going to be. They I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that question just laying there. <laughs> I think that question's strong enough to stand on its own without an answer. You should seriously tweet that question out as a poll on the podcast Twitter. Leave the poll open for a week. See if you can see how many people can can respond. I will. I'll I'll do it on my Twitter and then retweet it to the the, the podcast one because the podcast. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Has like 600. That's a it's a great idea, Kevin. Um, there's gonna be, it's there's gonna be. Swamp. If I'm the only guy left, maybe I can uh, convince the concessions people to keep the uh, beer sales going in the fourth quarter. You're gonna need it. You're gonna need it. So, um, that about wraps it up for the show. Uh, so sorry, Kevin, that you were like a third grader in your seat, going, "Pick me, pick me, pick me," and I, we didn't. That's okay. No, I'm fine. So, I'm, um, I'm just, I'm just going out. So for for Dave. Uh, for Andrew, uh, for Kevin. Uh, Until next week, the bar 
is closed.